He said, hey. Uh, turtle? Yeah. That's Are his, you an entourage? Yes. Uh, <laughs> he, he called me, and he's, he's looking for an old truck and knows me and dad, dad and I. Dad and I. Yeah. Uh, do old truck stuff. But he's like, hey, by the way, I listened to him. I'm a couple weeks behind, but uh, how do you remember I have a Budweiser logo tattoo? <laughs> and I said, well, Turtle, I don't know how well you know me after working and knowing, you know, we, we worked together for three-ish years, and I've known you for about a decade. Not many friends in my inner circle have Budweiser, Budweiser tattoos. tattoos. <laughs> I don't know Stands, anybody who has a Budweiser out. tattoo. Yeah. But he said, he said, he, he was like, well, you were talking about racing. And he said, I got that because of Dale Earnhardt, <laughs> Dale Jr. Jesus. Uh, him too. Guess yeah. where he lives? Take a wild guess. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be. It's in Columbus. Oh, he lives next to the Motor Speedway, then. He lives on the hilltop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Love you, Turtle. Thanks for listening. Perfect. All right. All right. Let's do something. There's three glasses over there. Three, three variants over there. Don't say I've got That's number one. Three threes. Yep. This one's number one. The one on the yep. One, two, three. Now. Welcome to the Buckhorn Pubcast. I had to think about that. We're at the Mac Shack with Martel and Randy and Michael. What's up, guys? Good morning. I got Good, uh, afternoon. No, no. Afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, afternoon. Yeah, sorry, 11 minutes. Afternoon. By 11 minutes. I showed up way late. That's all right. That's fine. I mean, like, later than usual, even. That's uh, fine. Yeah. Life did. happens. We did a thing. It's just a bit. Yep, we're here. We did a thing. Michael and I recorded a, just a basic beer show. You did. I might actually listen to that one. We talked about CrossFit. We talked about working out. We talked about a gym. We talked about the beer. All right, I'm out. We Never talked mind. about <laughs> eating, eating at a bar. So, um, I might be in for that. Um, yeah, that was about that, it. Uh, that, that'll be a, that, I'm going to use that. Well, I'm going to use that as a Friday show. So the one main problem we have right now is next weekend I am not available at all. Uh-oh. Because that is the Arnold weekend. Oh, yeah. You're going to be busy. And I will be down at the Arnold. It's-a me, Modingo. Yeah. I will be down at the Arnold <laughs> doing two idiot production stuff, because that's what Mo and I do. We're two idiots doing productions. Um, so I will do, I will be photogging the uh, Arnold affiliate gathering, because I am the director of photography. I also have another photography. I know. It's my own title that I gave me <laughs> for their stuff. I like that you had business cards made. Uh, yeah. It, yeah, that's tattooed on my ass. But uh, Take that, Budweiser tattoo. That's right. <laughs> you want my business card? Here you go. Here you go. Get your camera um, ready. No, I that's do a have, really I, big O in that. <laughs> that's a big O. Mo, Mo's going to be running all of the video stuff. Um, he'll be doing like taking videos and doing short shorts and shit like that. I'm going to do all the photography. I have another photographer coming in that wanted to shoot. Um, none of us are getting paid for it. So it's all volunteer work. So speaking of butt tattoos, I'm a big O pretty right before I left here. Like I'm, I'm getting ready to walk out the door. My youngest comes in and we've had stories. He's four. Yeah. And we've had stories for years about what he said already. And uh, I was talking to Beth as I was uh, getting dressed, and he comes in the bedroom and says, I said, what are you doing, Bubba? And Judd goes, I love you. 
And I said, I love you too, you stinky, smelly boy. And I picked him up. I'm like, ah, I love you too, you stinky, smelly boy. And he looked at me and goes, I have a hole in my butt. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even ask questions. I don't know if he meant his pants. I don't know. I didn't see a hole in his pants, but I was just like, But when should yep. you ask questions? <laughs> I don't know. So There's no good answer I have to that. two living kids, and I have no idea what I should ask them questions. That's that's called parenting. Mm-hmm. You just quit asking. Yeah, my kids irritated the shit out of me last night. So yeah, yeah, they do stuff to bot to try to. Now that they're they're, they're pushing of, buttons, they're of the <laughs> age where no, they don't they don't do anything out of line, but they do things that they know is going to irritate me. Like I was playing, I was playing PlayStation, and my oldest walks in and she. Like, I'm sitting there with my, my feet up on an ottoman, and she starts taking, like, the... She's got on these fake Lee press-on nails, and she starts, like, with her hand kind of clenched like a claw, and she starts at the top of my knee and then just kind of runs her hands and, like, spreads her fingers open to try on to... On knee? On my knee. She's like, this is supposed to tickle. And she just keeps doing that, and I'm like... She goes, that doesn't, that doesn't tickle? I'm like, No. I said, no, just my, like knee, scratching my knee. I'm thoroughly my knee annoyed, though. Well, no, she's not putting any pressure on it. It's just like... Oh, like lightly. It's, it's just like that. Like okay. very it's lightly. It's like when you pretend to crack an egg on somebody's yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, no, my knee itches now. <laughs> Thank you for the annoyance. Well, she did it again today. Like, we're at the basketball game. She's like, this doesn't bother dad. And she did it again. And I'm like, no, my knee itches. I said, it's like when your sister walks by and tries to tickle the bottom of my foot. Now my foot itches. She's like, my left nipple itches right now. Well, it's because I'm doing that thing on you. <laughs> no, it's because I have a scab on my nipple. I have two little. I think well, I got hey, bit by. You know, having nipple piercings. I don't want to hear about it. No, I wish that was it. I even asked Beth. I was like, come look at this because it looked like I got bit by a vampire bat in the middle of the night because I, I sleep without a shirt on, like most normal humans. And I, I mean, concur. there's like two little scabs on my left nipple and I don't know why and I, I said did you do this when I was asleep or something <laughs> she was, yes yes that was it she was like yep took two little needles and um, but anyway so your daughters annoy you we all have kids kids are annoying yeah I mean, that's, kids are all older than mine that, that's, my, my kids are funny and annoying yeah, no, like we uh, have, right now. Yeah, so, so many stories I don't, my, I don't know if my, my kids are funny anymore they're just yeah, they get to that stage where you're like annoying. I mean, I love them to death, but it's just like you guys are getting to the stage where it's like stop okay, talking. When do you turn eighteen? Well, no, yeah, like my kids are waiting. It was the we heard a friend of ours say this once. Look at that guy's nipples. Nope, I'm not like like I'm not. Gonna His areolas are the size of dollar size pancakes. That's what I was looking for when you said something when about mention nipples. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to body shame anybody because I'm oh, in I no position to. I'm a, that that's oh that's, no, I'll make that's, fun of somebody, but I'm not going to body shame them. <laughs> I'm turn that down. There's a difference. That's the one guy that at the beach. I'm like. He should really have a shirt on. Oh, I'm gonna post this. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go ahead and like share this on the uh, the Buckhorns Instagram account. Do it. I just sent it to ourselves so that way. Awesome. I have it. It. Holy shit! Those things are the like <laughs> tea saucers. Yeah. Yeah. Not his nipple. My, my, his areola. Yeah. That little like 
tinted it looks area like he, around the, 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 the It looks like he caught two fastballs as a catcher without wearing a <laughs> chest protector. Yeah. Just it's, it's two, like it's two bruises. He went yeah. into the batting cage like, yeah. <laughs> Ryu, Ryu just was like, how you can? And just punched <laughs> him right in the chest. His okay. Anyway. Oh, man, what are we doing with our lives? What are we doing today? So there's there's I three offerings bl- sitting over tasting. there. One, two, and three. We're doing a blind tasting. And so I've got six one, pages. Two, and three. Six and, of And you wrote pages. a manuscript. Randy brought a script. Three front and back. Yeah. All right. So let's, do, let's but start found, on number one. Yeah, and let's then start you can on start this, and then we'll that. go into it. So. That way we can choke on whatever burning fire of liquid this is. All right. Uh, I could I could just hand yeah. It. That's what I was. Yeah, if you want to do it doing, the easy way, but I mean, fine. And then Mike Reese, I, I I'm just. What is this? That's a bottle opener. That is a cool bottle opener. Cast iron. Looks hand forged. It's stuck. It's yeah. also it doesn't come off. Yeah, it's, it's a bottle opener that you can't it's use. Like, it's like when you glue it to the a that's quarter a, to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> that's a not bottle opener. Mike's gonna, oh, it's not stuck. It wasn't glued. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny if it was, though. Yeah, it's just a. It's a it that was a. a I have a tendency to Kickstarter things, and uh, there was a Kickstarter. He was making cast iron skillets using a forge and a furnace made of used cooking oil. Okay, and that was one of the rewards nice. I got. You know what would make this cool. even cooler? File this down to a to an edge. <laughs> well, so make it, make it as a brass open. knuckle. Then you've got a bl- you've you've got a. I blade. would do the other end. Is that way it can fit in your fist. Well, see, but that already has kind of an edge on a bevel on the inside of yeah. it. I mean, you hit somebody hard enough, you're gonna cut yourself. Yeah, no, cut the cut the end you said, Martel. That way, you slice your own palm open and, while trying to crack open like no, a Miller Lite. You're fine. <laughs> Those are twist tops. You're fine. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> See, you, right. don't, you don't drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> not not often. All right. Okay, now my I'm, hands smell I'm, like cast iron. Let's, I'm four hours of sleep in to today. Uh, I get cast iron and honey. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's Jack that's Daniel's honey. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Nailed it. I've Nailed had enough Jack it. honey in my day. I won't, I won't reveal till the end. No, I, I, I like it. I'm, I'm getting... Some caramel. Yep, caramel for sure, on the nose. A little bit of like a hint of vanilla. I mean, it's it's the I'm getting the standards. It's yeah, it's it, it, it smells like a bourbon. Like nothing whiskey. is nothing is jumping out. It smells good. Yeah, I like this it. This is one of those candle whiskey. I'm just gonna start calling them candle whiskeys. It, it smells 90, 90 proof. I don't know the taste yet. I thought this, okay, I just glanced over for the first time, saw that, thought it was an FJB. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> but. I mean. I mean, is that what it's supposed to be? No, it's JB. That's what I thought. Yeah. So it's I was Jim driving B. through town the other day. So a Hyundai Elantra Sonata. No, Hyundai. With a coexist bumper sticker Sorry, and Elantra. an FJB. Hyundai Sonata. <laughs> let's go, Brandon. That had a de- uh, uh, stick that on. That is good. Stick on badge like you get on zone that looks chrome, air quotes mm-hmm. chrome, that said FJB edition on a Korean vehicle. I've seen those. <laughs> like, I've, I've seen. You're you're not white trashy redneck enough. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd expect that on, like, a Chevy Silverado, like an 03 Silverado. <laughs> okay. 
That makes sense. I, I, you're like an idiot. That's good. I've seen Let's Go Brandon edition badges as well. Oh, I haven't seen that <sighs> one. I just an FJB edition on a Korean on an imported vehicle blew my mind. I, I was like, I'm you, you tone are, deaf. You are phenomenal. I, I, I want to meet that person. I, I have made no bones that I am not a fan of Biden's. No, I don't like. Um, I, the thing is, most people that I know that voted for Biden aren't a fan of Biden's. They just hated Trump right. more. Right. We yeah. Just, it, yeah. It, 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 we've talked about that. We've we don't, talked and we about don't get that. Big, big into politics on the show. No, but we should. But it's the lesser of two. I, whatever. I, mean, I don't care at this point. At this point, we're five years in. Who gives the, a shit? Everybody sucks. <laughs> right. I yeah. mean, that's the that's some the, people the, suck more than others. Some yes. people that have been the best candidates to run well, only get like a million votes. Not enough. Well, that's why you know you brought that up, and I just I'm, I'm running for president. Awesome. For I won't 20, vote for you for 2025. <laughs> president <laughs> of the PTA. That's right. I am. I'm, I'm going to run for president. We joke. My wife is inside but, right now, going through a class, learning how to run. Like right, the, the the topic today is is campaign finance. Nice. Well, so I'm the perfect candidate. Sounds invigorating. Because, yeah. I, <laughs> Which is why I'm out here. Yeah. <laughs> drinking whiskey. Yeah. Uh, I'm the perfect candidate because I know nothing about politics. It's perfect. You know, who? but. Mr. Mr. Biden has no intention of going to East Palestine, which really pissed me off. Well, that here's the thing: when the when all that broke, drills. and we didn't talk about it last week, we probably it's been going well, on for a while. It's been going on for a while. That's we, your stomping grounds. Well, we we talked about it. We did. We tried to. We we tried to talk about it, but you kept talking over Jason. Yeah, I, I you know I talk over everybody. That's I know I do. we need to kind of. You just talked over me, though. I know. It was that was the point. <laughs> 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 we tried to talk about East Palestine because that's where Jason's from as well. He's from that that same Youngstown. No, he's nope. from Arizona. No, he's from Boardman. He's oh, from Boardman, he Youngstown. Now. He's where he is now is Arizona. He grew Jason, up. Jason is from Zeus himself. He is a Greek god. He is. I mean that. It, he is damn, not from his, Ohio. <laughs> his fucking hair, though. God. He's so good. He's the poster guy. He he's, he should be on every box of that. Uh, he's a touch dill. of gray yeah, just like for me. Oh no, he like, is. <laughs> I I don't even want him on. The, I I want him on there on the box of gray hair dye. Like <laughs> like guys that are young but want to look. I want gray the, hair. I'll never the have George it. Clooney, you won't. I won't. I, I'll never have. If it. you do, we won't. you might have it now. We just can't tell because your hair's so light anyway. Well, that's the problem. Like I get it in my beard. If I get. Actual visible gray hair. It'll just be at the sideburns. Grandfather had that. My dad had that. They both had jet black hair. Real Italian. Yeah. Very, very, uh, <laughs> very poly. Very poly. Familia. <laughs> we mafia. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jason and I tried to touch bait, tried to, tried to talk about it a little bit, but it didn't happen last week. But even. Well, you know what? My bad then. Even Pete Buttigieg. Didn't show up for three and a half weeks. Pete Buddy Plug, and he's the goddamn transportations are yeah. for the United States. No, it's 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 a whole fucking between, fiasco. It's, now Aaron Brockovich uh, is I'm, there. I'm just right. I'm just going to point out that it's just politics because there were four thousand train wrecks in the Trump administration, and he showed up, or his transportation. It is secretary showed no, up for none of them. Crap happens all the time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Somebody, somebody's night in a private chat talked. 
crap happens. Yeah, yeah, shit happens everywhere. Sometimes they show up when it benefits them. And sometimes and they don't. Most times they don't. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, so and it's when, not against Biden. No. No. Or, but or I'm, I'm more angry. Plug or anything. But here's my thing. That one is affecting. I'm far angrier at DeWine than I am at anybody I talk, else. I, well, yeah, I'm he's not, a douchebag, too. I'm not angry at any of them because it's not going to. Well, it, no, doesn't, it doesn't impact anything. Change. Right. What, <laughs> it doesn't fix the problem. No, but sure does. What you're saying about the train, the, the train derailment in East Palestine is that one affects far more people than just those people of East Palestine. We're yes. talking like oh, it's going, the it's entire. Already in Virginia. Virginia, Virginia, all the way out to Wyoming, down yep. to the Gulf. Like, this is a. Yep. This when they set it on fire and it all, the wind just blew it all over PA. Yeah. But not only that, I talked to somebody that's in the industry and way smarter than I am, which is not hard. I've admitted before. He said, once that leaches into the water table, forget the Ohio game, River. Game oh, over. It's, yeah. He's like, that spreads every direction. That's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like, it's so much more of a mess. Now, at um, the same time, they're sitting there, you know, you see, you see them. Videos of like poking the poking the ground, yeah, throwing like, rocks in, and, and you you get that's not necessarily the chemical every single time. You can do that in any creek, and as long as it's not a fast rushing moving body of water, you will get that because you know that is because some dude fish. threw a car battery and <laughs> no, it's <laughs> dead fish. Like Ten years ago, all kinds of stuff. It's yeah. all kinds of stuff. It's all kinds of stuff. It's dead so, fish. It's dead deer. Yep. It's, I, I it's mean, a lot of stuff. We used to play in a creek in, in outside of Portsmouth, Ohio. This was late 80s, early 90s. And there was a part where it ran under a bridge and over a man-made wall, mm -hmm. and the creek continued. And everybody dumped their oil there. We used to, no, well, they may, may have. <laughs> I said no, but yeah, probably. Because down there, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's outside of Portsmouth, Ohio. Yeah. Environment but we used to sit against that wall, and the water... Fall would be in front of us, you know. We used to play in that creek, catch snakes in that creek, and meth. tadpoles. And then one time we <laughs> a lot of meth. Yeah. Used to just chug that water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but one time we decided to go up creek, like a couple miles. Like we just took a day and just hiked, walked in the creek. See how far we can go. Yeah. Where are we going? Nobody knew. No cell phones. No pagers. And we got so far, and we found a deer, a full deer, just decaying in the creek that mm -hmm. we just been playing in. I'm like, oh. I don't want to play in the water anymore. Yeah. Well, we still did because I mean, we, we were kids and we were dumb. And just pee right there and then start walking it back. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. But anyway. But anyhow, that was uh, that that sampling. Very good. Very good. Um, don't know what it is. It's fine. Don't it's, know the price. I like it. It tastes familiar. It does. I was going to say, it, it tastes. it tastes like... I want to say it tastes like a lot of good whiskeys, but I don't want to say that in a it's, disparaging way. I will say... Not like it's common, but it, it's good. It's solid. It, it, I don't think you guys have had any of these. Okay. That one kind of... I was going to say that Maybe. one kind of... One of them you probably have. Okay. That one, I, I was going to say, kind of tasted like a blend. So I'll, I will leave it there. Oh, but it tasted like it was Both about 90. And I've only had about water. a 90 proof. I don't remember. We'll see. So that number, was good, though. Number two is this one on the far side. Yep, with the F, mm -hmm. FJB. Yep. All right, F, F Jim Beam. I'm going to pass out the F Jim Beam, and then we will uh, oh, yeah, get we'll into do it the easy way this yeah. time. <laughs> Fine. 
Let me get into this story, though, because this guy... Uh, y- yeah, go ahead and start that. I've got six pages. We don't script shows normally, but well, I heard a podcast a couple weeks ago, and it blew my mind how insane it was. And then, like, three days ago, I pulled up YouTube, because I follow a billion channels. Right. And a lot of them are podcasts or true crime, criminal psychology, this, that, this, that or the other. And uh, this one... Well, slice me off a piece of that if you would, please. Thank you so much, sir. Um, but we're eating uh, meats and cheeses provided by Mac himself. I'm just going to start calling you Mac. That's fine. Most of my friends do. There, oh, good to know. That's like Mac my, my buddy Buck. Um, but anyway, this, a, a, a YouTube video popped up on the same guy, and it just completely blew my mind. Like, I, I can't... Fathom. It, it didn't seem like a real story, but it is. So you guys, you guys are sports fans at some degree, right? Yes. Love auto racing. <clears throat> yes, racing. That's not a sport. Um, Absolutely, is a sport. But, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to pull up Urban Dictionary real quick. <laughs> oh, we're we're going right to the good stuff. Yeah. So there's a the, the this guy's nickname is Rube. R-U-B-E. Is his name Ruben? No. Rube, according to Urban Dictionary, is a derogatory term for a southerner, a redneck, or white trash. (laughs) Let me introduce you all to Rube Waddell. I I would have thought that Rube and Noob would have kind of been interchangeable. Uh, I could see that. Have you ever heard of Rube Waddell? No. No. Okay. Would you be surprised? Did he lift heavy weights? Nope. Baseball. How much do you know about baseball history? Nothing, because I don't give a shit about baseball. None. Some. Some? You've heard of Baby Ruth, though. Who? <laughs> Shut up. The candy bar? <laughs> <laughs> Baby Ruthie? Ruth? Cy Young. Yeah. You know, you know. we know the big names, right? Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire. Brian Young. You know all the big names. Cecil Fielder. Cecil Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> John Crack. Cecil the Fielder. Yeah. <clears throat> he, he was Jason a catcher. Nixon. <laughs> so, George Rube Edward Waddell was an American pitcher in Major League Baseball. I want to Wasn't Babe Ruth's name George? Uh, George Herman Ruth, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Same guy. So <laughs> this trust me. When 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 you hear this, you're gonna understand this guy. Forrest Gump. You've seen Jackie it. Robinson. You've seen Forrest Gump. <laughs> I know an African American player. <laughs> Let me drop that in. That's right. We gotta we gotta get all our listeners covered. Point nine percent African. So uh you've seen Forrest Gump, right? Yes. Amazing yeah. in football because he was fast. Right. He just basically ran where they pointed at him. Yeah. All fictional. All fictional, but this is real. But Okay. George Rube Waddell was the Forrest Gump of baseball. Did he have a Lieutenant Dan? And he had no legs? He got shot in the buttocks. Hang on, it gets crazier. <laughs> you guys are gonna, I can't believe I never heard of this until like two weeks ago. Because I, I grew up playing baseball. It was like my thing. So he played for 13 years. Uh, he played with the Louis, <laughs> some of these old team names too killed me. He played with the Savannah Bananas. <laughs> oh, I wish. Those guys are awesome. He There's like the, a nine-year waiting list to get tickets for I that. Know. Yeah, I it's insane. So bad. 
He played with the Louisville Colonels, the Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Chicago Orphans. When did he play with the Pirates? They never the played. The Chicago Orphans, little known fact, they never played home games. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't know what their family was. <laughs> they, they had no coach. <laughs> he played with the Philadelphia Athletics and St. Louis Browns in the American League. He's best remembered for his Is highly... that before the Browns went to Cleveland? Yeah. No, yeah. That's before they and left became Baltimore. A fo- became a football team? <laughs> right. <laughs> they were like, we're not good at baseball. Let's go not be good at football, too. Uh, he's remembered for his highly eccentric behave- behavior and for being a remarkably dominant strikeout pitcher in the era when batters were an expert at making contact. He had an excellent fastball, a sharp break curveball, a screwball, and superb control. His strikeout to walk ratio is almost three to one. It's a fucking elephant. So for every what? this guy's an elephant. No, he's not. Oh, <laughs> were you trying to guess way ahead of time that he was an animal? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> From the safari. Yes. I I would have I I I am not the baseball fan that my friends are, but I feel like I would have known if an elephant was a pigeon. <laughs> right. <laughs> no idea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I I think I would have heard of that before. Uh, no, but he like for so for every four batters, he strike out three of them all, almost every time. Okay, uh, he led the major leagues in strikeouts for six years straight. That's impressive. Y- yeah, you like you think you would have heard of this guy, right? He was born October thirteenth. It was a Friday, by the way. We'll mention that again later. Eighteen seventy six. So we're talking OG baseball. This is early, early before TV, before radio, before helmets, the before. before- <laughs> Before common sense. Before bats. They yeah. use clubs. <laughs> they, they, they just punched the ball when it was thrown at him. They just pulled a tree out of the ground. Uh, it, he was born outside Bradford, Pennsylvania. He grew up in the countryside of Prospect, Pennsylvania. Biographer Alan Levy wrote that Waddell was, and this is in quotes, a decidedly different sort of child. He had a low IQ, guys. He was not very... Right. Again, like Theo. SMRT. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at the age of three, three years old, mind you, we, we talk about having kids. Mm-hmm. He wandered over to a local fire station and stayed there for several days. They the didn't fire station. Any- <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, hey, here's a three year old. All right. <laughs> Um, Times were different. I mean, then. yeah, you're talking horse and buggy kind of fire. There's no fire trucks then. No, but there were orphan houses on every corner, like a Chick Fil A. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I wish there were more Chick Fil A's. Oh, I want chicken. All right, let me rephrase it. There were orphan houses in every corner, like a Starbucks or a Subway. Okay, yeah, there you there go. You go. That, that, yeah, that makes more sense. He did not attend school very often. <laughs> What? He was only three. <laughs> no, that, I mean this is talking. Fast even later oh, we jumped yeah. ahead. Okay. Yeah, we jumped. We jumped a couple years. Yeah. Uh, he was left-handed and strengthened his arm as a child by throwing rocks at crows he encountered to keep I was them on the same path by from... jerking off. <laughs> uh, he, I think he did that with his right arm. Self-love. Uh, I have to do more research. He was. You said he was left-handed. Yeah. Rights for cupping. You yeah. guys don't. You, you guys aren't ambidextrous. I am. I mean, I am only in that, but stranger, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I only do the stranger when Liz isn't around, <laughs> and her name is Stephanie <laughs> Amber. <laughs> oh, my cousin's name's Amber. I don't care. Hey, good for you guys. <laughs> uh, but he strengthened his arm by throwing rocks at crows he encountered to keep him from eating seeds while working on his family's farm. 
So he literally just grew up taking out crows, not with a slingshot or a rifle or a just, BB gun. Just throwing rocks. Just chucking rocks. He also worked Sounds in, like a uh, stupid band name. <laughs> he worked in mining and drilling sites as a youngster, which helped his conditioning. So he was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1946 by the Veterans Committee that looked to enshrine a number of players from his era in previous century who could contributed to the growth of the game. One of his contributions was that he was perhaps the greatest drawing card for the first decade of the century. A man whose unique talents and personality drew baseball fans around the country to ballparks. And I'm going to tell you why. And that's just now, page one. We're not even through page one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, this, this story gets interesting. Trust me. You're, you're just going to have to. I know you don't like to trust me, but you're going to have to. So. It never ended good for me when I trusted you. That's that's when I bring weird whiskeys and stuff, and that's fair. Uh, even with the trust fall a couple weeks ago, you just let me go. I wasn't even in the house. Right. You just jumped down the stairs and said, trust fall. I was already going. Not my problem. Not my problem. <laughs> it is your problem. <laughs> Pretty much was your problem. Yeah. I mean, you should have been there. <laughs> my bad. Uh, in 1981, Lawrence Ritter and Donald Honig introduced... It included him in their book, The 100 Greatest Baseball Players of All Time, and it's called the Smokey Joe Wood Syndrome. They argued in favor of including the players of truly exceptional talent whose career was curtailed by injury, or in what else case, substance abuse. Despite not having had career statistics that would quantitatively rank him as all-time greats, in this case, fans and peers recognized Waddell as baseball as a baseball great long before Ritter and Honig did. All right. I swear to God, you're gonna you're gonna reveal this, and it's a goddamn chimpanzee. No, no, this is a real dude. It's a real dude. But his story, I, I'm laying the groundwork of how great of a baseball player he was that you've never ever ever heard of. This dude played along the likes of some of the all time greats. He has stats. He struck out three of every four batters that came to the plate. I get that. You read that already. That's that, impressive. That's, it's impressive. Yeah, uh, like that's insane. All right. Uh, I'm going to skip over some stuff. Uh, here we go. He wasn't much of a student, but got a scholarship at Volant College in Pennsylvania, where he never went to class. That sounds right for an athlete. Yeah. 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 Which, that happens today. It's, yeah, I was about to say that's a time-honored tradition. <laughs> Guess how much he got. I wasn't an athlete, and I never went to class either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Same. That's why I dropped out of DeVry. He got paid in free chewing tobacco in $1 a game. That's, I mean, that's good money. Good, good in the 1800s. <laughs> yeah. He averaged 15 strikeouts for seven innings. That's over two per inning. That's So, he, yeah, he, he's, he's amazing as a pitcher. He often told his outfielders to leave the field because he was going to strike out the side. He didn't just, need them. Just sit down. He out. literally told guys, go to the dugout. You guys look we comfortable. Don't just you. stay there. <laughs> we don't need you. Uh, he was so dominant that Volant didn't lose. Here's where it starts to get fun. Except for one time, the town of Mercer kidnapped him at gunpoint so he couldn't pitch for Volant and made him pitch for them instead. How does the fuck does that work? <laughs> the 1800s were wild, man. Right. You can't pitch. You pitch for us. So I he, would he throw got, a ball every single fucking time. Yeah, he got kidnapped at gunpoint, and guess what? Mercer won that game. 
and Rube got a buck for his efforts. <laughs> but no chewing tobacco. No chewing tobacco. Wow. So I just texted my buddies who are huge baseball fans. I said, who knows of Rube Waddell? And my one buddy said he was a major league baseball player on a PC baseball game I had when I was in seventh grade. <laughs> Um, so from 1900 to 1908, other than 1901, he led the MLB in strikeouts. From 1902 to 1907, he led them strikeouts with a high of 349 strikeouts in 1904. Cy Young himself, the guy who has an award named after him as a pitcher, called him a damn fine pitcher, but noted that he tended to run his mouth too much. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why he didn't get the. That's why there's no Rube Waddell Award. award. Well, that, nobody really wants the Rube Ward. Yeah. So, so there. No. No. Congratulations. Just, you're the Rube. Yeah. But it would it would change the whole <laughs> meaning of it though. Oh, just wait. It gets better. And I'm like the I'm whole nine. Reading. The whole nine yards. Like that. That meaning is basically because a machine gun belt is nine yards long. Yeah. So the whole, give me the whole nine yards is, so they, you, you could have easily changed the meaning of Rube by just giving this guy the Rube award, the Rube award. <laughs> the Rube instead award. of the Cy Young award. So he threw um, 44 consecutive innings, which was a record at the time. His Simultaneously ERA, or in multiple games? I'm multiple. assuming multiple games. Because yeah. that would be one yeah. hell of an overtime. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's, yeah. Jesus. We're in four, the 44th inning here. We've been going since last <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> well, that's baseball does that shit, though. They do. Um, his career ERA is 2.16, which is uh, still, to this day, 11th all time. Uh, he had a career of 50 shutouts, which is still 19th of all time. Like this, You figure you would have heard of this guy. I'm I'm going to skip stuff because I, I typed up more than I need to. Knowing I, I right. would only have over. heard of him if I actually liked baseball. That's fair. I like, I, but I, I mean, I, I know of some players loving baseball. I, I, was about I to say, fell I out to... of it in the early mid two thousands, but like that was my quote unquote sport. I got out of it like in the early nineteen eighty seven. When you were, when you were like, <laughs> I was going to say when you were four. <laughs> when I was seven. So here comes the fun stuff. This we haven't even touched on it yet. Before games, Rube would pour ice water on his arm. Okay. Freezing cold ice water. Before games. Not post-workout. Not ice bath. No, his arm got an ice bath. You know why he did this? When he was asked why he did this, he said, because he threw so hard, if he didn't, he would burn up the catcher's mitt. <laughs> he believed <laughs> that if he didn't ice water his arm before a game, he would hurt the we're, catcher's mitt. We're going mitt. back hey. to, he didn't go to school so much. Where? <laughs> I mean... The Rube was uh, quite a character. Um, he, so the Rube also often didn't listen to his catcher sign. So once he threw 12 wild pitches in just two innings because his catcher refused to catch the pitches, the catcher would send him signals, and the Rube was like, no, screw you. No. So the catcher just wouldn't catch. <laughs> he, he just let him go by. Fine. I'm he's like, just... screw, yeah. He's like, screw you. So here's some fun facts about Rube. He was born Friday the, th Friday the 13th. In October, a legit Friday the Thirteenth, and he died on April Fool's Day. <laughs> oh, that that's, a, that's the way I'd want to go. Yeah, makes sense, right? So when he was first signed by the Louisville Colonels, he arrived at the team hotel at two a.m. and knocked on his manager's door to introduce himself. 
The team was on a road game, and its new manager, Fred Clark. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. <laughs> Wake up. I'm here. It's time to do some pitching. Uh, Fred was in a bad mood since the team hadn't been playing well. When he answered, Clark told Rube to go F himself and went back to sleep. So what what would you do in that situation? I would tell someone to go fuck themselves and go back to bed. No, but if you were Rube, if 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 you not if him, I'm Rube, knowing yeah. what I know right now, well, apparently he's going to work on his left arm strength. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to throw no, rocks at crows. He knocked on every door, finding every teammate in the hotel, and introduced himself. That's oh, that's fantastic. like so from two a.m. on until he met every player on his team. It's like, hey, do you play for? Hey, I'm your new pitcher. I'm Rube. That, that I'm, I'm, I'm Rube. <laughs> such an asshole move that I am of two minds. Of I want to sleep. So then, after, but I also want to wake people up. Right. So after he did all that, he went back to his manager's room and knocked on the door and woke him up again and said, "Hey, just so you know, I met the team." <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's 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 a dick move. Also, hold on. There's more to this little tidbit. He said, uh, hey, Clark, you might want to check on William Hoy. He didn't answer his door. I'd never heard of William Hoy before. But what I learned about William Hoy was that he was deaf and mute. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he went by the like nickname Dummy Hoy because back then folks weren't politically correct. Well, if no. you Google Dummy Hoy, his Wikipedia page comes up <laughs> as Dummy Hoy. They they referred to people with Down syndrome as mongoloids. So yeah, that's true. Um, now here's another one. So I keep hearing yep, it. There dog. it is, Dummy Hoy, American baseball player. I told you, <laughs> I because I googled it last night at like one a.m. William Ellsworth Dummy Hoy. Yep. This it's is there. a made-up character, just like Forrest Gump. <laughs> it's, dude, I'm telling it's you. It's got to be. It's, it's so unreal. I mean, that that is something that any person would do. Like, not normal, but any person <laughs> would do. <laughs> but Not a normal, coherent human being. Six pages of fucking random bullshit is definitely like a comic book character. So we talked about... This Rube. is one of Archie's friends from fucking... <laughs> the, the Archie and Jughead. Archie yeah. and Jughead comics. It's got to be. So we talked about Rube when he was three going to the firehouse, right? He had a continuing affinity for fire trucks. All right. I mean, he went to a firehouse. When his father realized he disappeared and found him at the local firehouse sleeping on the floor, he asked the chief, what's he doing here? And the fire chief just said, I think he likes it here. What was going on in the 1800s? People didn't pay attention to their goddamn I mean, kids. granted, this is like just after the Civil War, so I guess it's just like, you know what? Let's all just, whatever happens, happens. Let's all just breathe for a bit. Let's take a break. Um, he would, so <laughs> this is my favorite part about Rube with the fire stuff, right? He would often leave in the middle of games to go fight fires. If he saw a fire truck go by the stadium, he he wore a red shirt under his uniform so he could tear off his uniform and go help. <laughs> And he would literally, if he's on the mound, if he's in the dugout and a fire truck goes by, he runs out, jumps the fence, and just starts running towards wherever the fire truck's headed. <laughs> Which, granted, they were slower in the 1800s, I guess. <laughs> so I was going to say, you I, look I, like you have something. I, I, I texted my buddies who knows of Rube Waddell, and we, you know, PC yeah. baseball player. My buddy, who is the ultimate in baseball nerd dumb. Said, great Hall of Fame pitcher, known for chasing fire engines in the middle of games, died very young. Why? (laughs) (laughs) 
I love that you just sent out the text to a group of people who are like, why is he asking me about Rube Waddell? Well, and, then he, <laughs> <laughs> and he followed up by saying he's one of multiple Rubes in the Hall of Fame. Rube Marquard is also on the all-October 9th birthday team that I laboriously put together after reading the baseball encyclopedia cover to cover in the summer of 1990. Jesus. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Yep. So, he, yeah, he wore a red undershirt. He'd tear off his uniform and, and just chase. So he got a side job as a firefighter and slept there. In every city. <clears throat> we'll get to that. And reportedly, <laughs> slid down the fire pole as skillfully as the best of them when the alarm sounded. Like a stripper. So the firefighters yeah. were like, yeah, he's a great firefighter. Yeah. He also just happened pitcher. to throw a really, really good fastball. <laughs> he can put out a fire with a fastball. No, no, he starts fires with fastballs. Both. That's why he put <laughs> the, the ice water back. Right. Well, that's but <laughs> burn up the catcher's mitt. I just realized the stuff you put off that cheese I just ate. It's paper. Yep, I just ate paper. That's fine. <laughs> That'll be good for it's, the ratings. It's, not pa- it's just the rind. It's fine. So his his manager Connie Mack often had to watch Rube to keep him from joining fire departments in various cities where they played ball. But his skills came in handy, as in one particular game, game, and this is going to be... He hit someone in the head and had to give him CPR. No. Oh. I don't think Ruben knew CPR. No. He just knew fire bad. <laughs> like, later, that's it. Fire, ba- <laughs> fire bad. It's like Lars. Lars Ulrich from, from right. the town of fire bad. <laughs> Basically. But in one game, they used a mattress behind home plate as a backstop. That's how OG... This is Major League Baseball. Yeah. This is not the Sandlot. This is not oh, no. your mama's backyard. Well, it could have been. But it caught fire, reportedly from a fan cigarette. Rube ran and grabbed the mattress, drug it into the middle of the field during play, and just let it burn out. <laughs> this is, safer? Yeah, um, safer, safe, right? Yeah. Save the people, save the fans. Rube was a hero. I was going to say... He, the mattress caught fire from one of his fastballs simultaneously as, <laughs> and then he claimed that. And then he's like, ah, I I, I, I didn't, I forgot to put water. Not only am I so good at pitching fastballs, I set it on fire, but I saved your life. Yeah. How awesome am I? You are welcome. So he was such a hero that he once jumped off a ferry to save a woman in the Delaware River that he thought was drowning. Can you spell ferry? F-E-R-R-Y. Just checking. <laughs> he was not in Ferngully. <laughs> That's good. So movie. he made it to the damsel in distress, and after grabbing her and starting to swim back with her to shore, he realized it was just a log that was floating. Oh, I thought it was someone who was doing like a triathlon. <laughs> no, it, was, it, was, it wasn't even a person. in the 1900s. Yes. <laughs> No, you you fell in water. Then, like if you were in water, then you were either purposely swimming or drowning. Yeah. Or if it. she was doing a triathlon, she'd be purposely swimming. <laughs> no, it was it was a log. It was just part of a tree. So in 1906, Rube helped save an African American's house that was on fire, but it never made the news because racism. Because the but the fire made the news with all the crosses <laughs> on the front lawn. <laughs> Playfully racist. <laughs> Rube loved animals. He owned bears, one of which he named Ty Cobb. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's just name this after a real guy I know that also plays baseball. And another he named Connie Mack after his manager. <laughs> not not real creative with the bear name. Hell no, he's not. Nope. He also owned pigs and loved dogs. He loved dogs so much. You love dogs. 
I love You're dogs. A big Thanks. dog fan. I love dogs. You I love, love dogs, dogs and cats. Yeah. I think cats I are delicious. That's well, but, which is weird because I would not eat a cat. Knowingly. Knowingly. Uh, the fact that you will knowingly eat a cat is weird. I joke about it. I wouldn't knowingly unless it was like you just said the they're world. delicious. Well, egg rolls. I just I, I gotta assume Chinese buffet. Like yeah, I, I don't I don't go is to Chinese. This, this is general stuff. Chicken. Most Chinese buffets have like a, a a letter rating of D or F, and I won't go to a Chinese buffet. Yeah, that's fair. So he loved dogs so much that fans wised up to him of opposing teams and would bring puppies and hold up behind the backstop of <laughs> his bitches. Yes. And he would leave the mound to go pet them. Not just like, oh, it's a little distracting. He would just stop pitching in the middle of the game to go pet a dog. That's a modern-day equivalent of shooting free throws. <laughs> yeah, the signs behind it, kicking field goals. Do you know how much he'd be fined right now if he walked off the mound just oh, to go yeah, pet a dog? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> different times, Well, there's man. a, there's a, hey, a the pitch am- clock now. Yeah, I, I wish we could get back to the good Which is days. ridiculous. The pitch clock. I agree with all, the pitch clock. Yeah. yeah. Pitch clocks are ridiculous. The pitch cocks are ridiculous. Well, the the I, as much as I hate basketball, they now time people that have possession of the ball if they're anywhere near the fucking foul line. Hmm. You start seeing the ref do this, and if they don't get rid of the ball or move away, put on a while, hasn't it? Yeah, and I, I don't like that shit. Like you should be able to possess the ball as long as you want. Yeah, if the other team can't get it, if from the me. other team fuck without em. following you, man. Yeah, I mean. So opposing coaches would even use this tactic to, to distract him. And one game, a coach talked about giving him a hunting dog. Just talked about giving him a hunting dog. And Rube was so distracted, he kind of just forgot about pitching. He mentally just checked out of the game. Because the, the coach was like, hey, I got a hunting dog. You want a hunting dog? Uh. <laughs> Here's and a he stupid, just didn't go pitch. Here's a stupid fucking beagle. <laughs> In Man, one I game, the Beagles. Tigers players were holding up dogs to distract him, and one of the coaches even took a dog out to the third base coach's box. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally like, if this just, if there's a, yeah, if there's a dog anywhere near Rube. Rube can't pitch. <laughs> the, one of the Who's greatest pitchers of all time. Who's a good boy? Can't pitch. Right. His kryptonite is puppies. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. The worst of all. So legendary Tiger, Ty Cobbs, who Rube named his dog after. A bear and a dog, by the way. He's, again, not very creative with the names. Even went so far to say that he was going to kill one of the dogs. So Ty Cobb got in his head so much just by saying, I'm going to kill a dog. And that threw Rube for a game. I was about to say, that's a good way to get, that. that's how you get beamed. Yeah. <laughs> get scared. To the head. Yeah. Uh, so here, let's get some more of Rube's animal encounters. You ready? You're not. You're not ready. I swear to God, if you say platypus or kangaroo, <laughs> you're not ready. For I'm this. gonna hit the record button. Rube once tackled a walrus. <laughs> he tackled he a walrus. Tackled a walrus. Wrestled alligators. I need to know more about this walrus. Fuck that I, alligator wrestling. That's Florida thing. No one's tackling walruses. <laughs> he tackled a walrus. But 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 like, did he like? He, that's all. Like, I, that's did he all the grab it by the tusk? Like, did that's, he jump on its back and try to like, like no hold cameras, on by man. the? This is not a Rodney King. Thing. I know. But, there's no footage. <laughs> but there's got to be like he tackled a walrus. That's I just it. Google search tackle the walrus, and apparently that's a song title. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need to know more. Based, like, based on, inspired by Rube Waddell. <laughs> obviously, he survived, but.
but oh, he survived. I need to know more about how he tackled a walrus. I'm guessing That's, with his arms and and running towards it and good open field tackle right on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Which beach? Though? Was he in the fucking Antarctic? Now, now, when I read when I learned that he tackled a walrus, I kind of thought, did he just aggressively hug a walrus? Because you know, where some did people he with low get, IQs, Where was there a walrus that he was able to tackle? What what zoo was he at at this point? No clue. Walruses are not native to North America. I don't I don't have that info for you. I'm sorry. I've got six pages, but I don't have that. Brand new one told about Rube Waddell. Rube Waddell had a reputation that is an enviable one from an eccentric person's point of view. Uh, let's see, et cetera, et cetera. A professor who had a big seal act had brought a walrus, not with any idea of training the creature, but simply for the oddity of the monster. The old walrus, as big as four cows with tusks two feet long. So it's two thousand. It's, it's two tons. With quite an attraction, but didn't have enough brain to play the field for the Browns. <laughs> Waddell visited the show one afternoon at, and at once declared that he was going to educate the walrus, teach him to clown the act, as it were. Throwing off his coat and vest, Rube hopped into the tank and introduced himself to the walrus. <laughs> Hi, walrus. I'm the Rube. <laughs> you couldn't see anything for a moment except for a big whirl in the water. Then Rube came out very fast. He had shed his coat and vest when he went in, and the walrus had his pants. <laughs> so we had to wrap him in a horse blanket to get him home. <laughs> Basically, See, he I, was I have six he, pages, and I didn't was, have that much. He was going to learn the walrus. <laughs> he, he, I'm he, telling you, this, I, I, when I okay. told you guys, I have a story for you. Did I have I, I delivered so far? You you've delivered, but I just need answers. <laughs> There's more, and I don't uh, have. I don't. I still because. I've listened to a an All hour right. and a half podcast on this and watched a twenty something minute video on this. All right, we need we need to take just a a, a quick interlude. Okay, because we just finished the second blind. We did. So, what do you? Well, a little hotter. You, you, you know what it is. It was a little bit hotter. This one I was going to say. This one had a little higher octane. It tastes like a little more burn, but still great flavor. I liked it. This one tasted like an Irish whiskey to me. I think this one would have been better on the rocks for me. I I, I like a lot on the rocks. This was either a very young American whiskey or it was an Irish whiskey. I don't whiskey. think it was that young. I think this was older than the first. All three are bourbons. Okay. So it's not an Irish whiskey. There you go. So no, I was going to say, I think this one was hotter and maybe older than the first, but I liked it. I, say, I, don't, I don't know about hotter. It did have a... It, it did have compared a, to the first. I feel like it yeah, was oh yeah. Compared to the first, that's what, that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. Hotter than the first, like maybe six years. It's not like it's not like it's burning, right? No, you know, it's not like a ever clear or nothing. It's but it smells fantastic. It's mm -hmm. very oaky and caramel. Like it just they it, both it smell lingers. great. Yeah, sorry, I was eating cheese. Yeah, the <laughs> first one. The first one is definitely the problem with the recording of the Mac Shack is distraction. Mac entertains. And he provides charcuterie boards. He does, which I do not and provide food typically. Treats. And I love it, but I can't eat and talk. No, not not in polite company. Which we are, of course, very polite. Yes, I know this one. Um, I would say the first one I loved neat. The second one I would like better on the rocks, I think, or maybe with water. I didn't try it with water, but I like them both the way they were. They were good. That's, They're both real solid. Let's pass out the third one. All right. Pass out the third one. We'll continue with Rube. Continue with Rube. 
All right, passing around, passing around. This one smells like bananas. <laughs> big old nader butts. Artificial banana. A runts. Like, oh, I love runts. I love no, them. I Beth hate hates banana. them too. I fucking hate Beth runs. hates artificial bananas, but I'll eat I don't, just the banana runs. I, don't, I would slam. I don't mind artificial banana. I'm just not a fan of runts. Overall? No. Overall. Of yeah. Well, it's like a stale a Skittle. Guy. No, yeah. It, that's <laughs> exactly what it is. Had, oh, what was it? A zombie? No. I've no. been looking for them, though. But we can't Dude. find them. I look for them all, when, yeah. all, all Halloween. If we ever get those, you're going to be on that show. I'm, I'm excited. You this shouldn't be. Smell, I get <laughs> it's. I would rather do twisted tea uh, whiskey again than zombie skittles. I, no, I'd rather do zombie skittles. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd rather take that rotten flesh taste <laughs> over twisted tea whiskey. This one smells way lighter. This I get a hint. Just speaking of runts, I get a hint of like a sour apple. Like a green apple or a sour apple. Like a Granny Smith? Maybe. Granny Smith coochie? It smells really good, though. It smells good. It just smells lighter. It doesn't... It looks a little lighter. Okay, continue. All right, with so, he, he, so, so he beat the, the shit out of a, raw, a walrus, and now Who we're... Who stole his pants? Who stole, stole his pants. pants. <laughs> that we found out. Which, as soon as you read that, I just pictured a walrus in old... Late 1800s with, with suspenders, pants hanging yeah. off of a like tusk. <laughs> yeah, like I, I. But he also climbed into a bear cage at a zoo to wrestle it, as as one does. <laughs> he rode Seems ostriches. He rode ostriches, which that's not the most uncommon. No, I fed giraffes, and he went to a show where he got mad at a lion. Purple tongue. Very long purple. <laughs> he got tongue. mad at a lion. Just mad at it. He went to a show and got mad at a lion. And punched it, <laughs> which resulted, which hand, he's left-handed, right? What hand do you punch with? Your dominant, dominant hand. So his, his the hand that earns him is, in college at least, his free chewing tobacco and a dollar a game. But now he's in the pros, so it's probably like $2 a game. Yeah. The lion bit his hand. Of course it This did. happened when he was in the theater acting, and per a newspaper article, uh... The deserted um, stain of guilt. Deserted stain of guilt. <clears throat> That's the name of the show. I was going to say that sounds years. like something you would have after dinner. No, he. Or, I'm sorry. He deserted the stain of guilt. The show he was in. So oh. he was. A, he was an actor too. The, the oh, show. I to oh, he was that. an yeah, actor. Yeah. Also, sorry. The sorry show, I skipped the line. The show he was, was also into stain theater acting. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He was also into theater acting per a newspaper article. He deserted the stain of guilt long enough to go over to another theater. Where a den of lions was being exhibited. <laughs> Rube walked into the den, picked the largest lion of the bunch, and hit the king of beasts a rap on the jaw that made the brute howl. I'm reading from a late 1800s newspaper at this point. the forest. I mean, it can go one way or the other. So the lion resented the abuse by sinking his teeth into Rube's left hand. And from the uh, latest accounts, the wound has given the big picture no end of trouble. Oh, I love late 1800s newspaper <laughs> articles. <laughs> Just gave no end of trouble. No way. There is this trouble is I, I don't see a finish to it. 2020 translation, motherfucker got an infection. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it would be on Twitter. You shit's, got lion shit's fucked. Rube punched lion. 
Lion bit him. Motherfucker got an infection. So, it is no end of trouble for this guy. Continuing with Rube's love of animals, he gave opposing hitters distractions because when he's winding up, he would make cow and pig noises. <laughs> I, I see actually no problem with that no. whatsoever. But, but imagine somebody throwing like a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. Yeah. While mooing at like you. Like Randy Johnson's just like, moo. And then he hit a bird. <laughs> Killed a bird. Which uh, did he you know, took on bigger? Apparently, it was lions and walruses that he wanted to take. Randy I mean, Johnson killed a bird. Yeah, well, yeah, punching that was lions, yeah. I mean, walruses. And Randy Johnson's an NFL photographer now. Did you know that? Yes, yes, yeah. That's I just phenomenal. found out like did in the past like year or so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's phenomenal. his tall ass is on the fucking sidelines. <laughs> Six nine. It's like I'm one of the greatest pitchers of all time. I'm going to go take pictures now of other athletes. I think it's great, fantastic. Yeah, no, good for him. Um, he also taught a bunch of city boys how to carry a pig by lifting a 300 pound pig and put it over his shoulder. But in doing so, he unfortunately broke both of the pig's back legs. I was going to say broke his legs. I was about to say got shat upon. I mean, so he taught the city boys how to roast a pig. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to say something that is very not PC. No. At this point, yes. Like, probably one of the less, more PC things I've ever said on the, on the show. I'm ready for it. This guy's got retard strength. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of the less PC things that, you've ever said, but yes. Yeah. The dude's a big... The dude, like... I, we, we, I so said I earlier, to, folks, I, I put it that... He's Lenny. Folks yeah. of lower <laughs> IQ sometimes have a lot of strength. Well, yes, he is, he is a brute. I, I went to, to school with a guy... I'll just refer to him as JR as his initials. Okay. His name was Joey. But <laughs> and his last name was Retard. And his, and his, and no. But I, his initials, JR. We're, so we only call him JR. His name was Joey. If this show doesn't eclipse our one and a half thousand downloads of For, Apple Bottom Jeans, it won't. Oh. Just be, and I don't know why. I'm in tears. Oh, today's the day my puppy's being born. <laughs> I just got. I literally just got a message from the from the Rube breeder. Would love this. I know it, it's so Rube. like it. I may have to name the dog Rube. <laughs> Jesus, please do. Uh, so oh, please do. So I'm in I, I just got a message from from the from the 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 breeder. She sent a, a photo oh, and she said, "Today's the day." Oh, hell's yes. Well, you got a here's picture? His, I do. I, do. I, do. I have a picture. No, here's a picture of, <laughs> of a couple puppies. Nice. Newborn puppies. Nice. Aw. Congrats, Rube, on being born. Hells, and they're blue. I got, there's at least two puppies there, and one of them. Are you getting a male or female? Male. Call him Rube, please. One male, one female so far. Rube. So excited. Rube, Rube, Rube so, would want him to be called Ty Cobb, but call him Rube. <laughs> I know. So... Any, I, I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, so JR. JR. <laughs> Joey. Joey, Joey. Joey was dating someone by I'm the so initials scared. of LW, who her, her name was Louise. <laughs> <laughs> and this is in like 97. You remind me of one of my buddies that when he's preaching. He's like, I've got a friend. I'm not going to say his name, but so let's call him Steve because. That's his name. His that's name's his name. Steve. <laughs> but I didn't give his last name. So, I mean, yeah, I no, went to no, school no. with several Joeys and one Louise. <laughs> Figure it out. Louise, they're all drinking that poison water anyway. Well, they're dead. Louise, well, Louise is dead actually. Um, <laughs> she, I, she died like two or three years ago. Okay, sorry. 
No, perfect fine. So I mean, it's, 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 it's fine. I mean, it doesn't matter. But Louise oh, was a heavy set breathe. girl who was also a special needs. Um, <laughs> a special and, needs. And Joey was also a he was a stout kid. Like this, I had no oh I had no gosh. issues with the kid. I never made fun of him. He was a good kid. Um, he was. I mean, the dude was thick bone like an elephant. Like just just he just. A, a guy like not fat, but like not fat, kind of like JJ. Like JJ's not fat. No, no, JJ's no. no. Like, he, he, this guy. I swear to God, if Joey hit JJ, JJ would be like, "What the fuck just happened to me?" And what year am I in? Be like tackling a walrus. It would be yeah. like in punch by a walrus. <laughs> you, just, you just you you go tackle a walrus and just go. What happened? This, and where are my pants? Yeah, this guy. <laughs> when Louise broke up with Joey in high school. Joey punched one of those netted windows, like the wi- the windows that yeah, had the crisscross yeah. wire in it, and put his fist through that. Wow, that's impressive. That is double pain, like insulated. From now on, I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna call it rube strength. From yeah, now yeah. On. he did. <laughs> he had yeah. rube strength. He did. He did not just shatter the glass. Legitimately, put his fist through both panes of glass Jeez. and the wire. And had to go to the he came hospital. Out with a bracelet, <laughs> right? He was like, <laughs> like "Take me this? to the hospital." Like, oh my goodness! When that happened, anybody that ever made fun of Joey never, never made, made fun, fun of Joey, Joey again. It's like, they didn't realize. Oh, Joey's got rube strength. <laughs> He's yeah. got our strength. Our <laughs> strength. So, so anyway, go ahead. Speaking on the rube and his love of animals. He once adopted a whole flock of geese. <laughs> hold on. It gets even better. I did too, and then I shot them. Which, hold on. What do you do with the geese, do you think? Guess. Dinner. That, that's a smart guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, we Dinner. learned about the pig. No, he taught them to, to jump rope. Hold on. He taught geese to jump rope. <laughs> yeah. You're both looking at your phones, but it took a minute to settle. Well, no, because I... That would have taken a minute for yeah. any anyway. No, no, I know. I'm saying like you guys were like, it, it takes yeah, a minute okay, to think. Yeah, okay, geese, and wait, then you go, what? wait, geese jump. <laughs> like geese I know don't they jump; fly. they just kind of flutter. No, he wow. taught them to jump rope. Shit. But one goose, geese don't have knees to be able to jump. One goose refused to jump rope. So good. you know what he thought to do? Oh, Tastes good. Swing the rope. <laughs> Hold the other end while he throws it. <laughs> yes. So one goose would hold one end of the rope, Rube would twirl it, and the other geese would jump rope. Nailed it. He also, going along with his love of, of animals, you ready for this one? I'm, I'm all ears. Rube absolutely loved hunting. <laughs> of course he did. So he loved animals, but also loved killing some animals. For dinner. Uh, when he was playing with the pirates, uh, for part of their conditioning, uh, they had a three-mile run. Normal practice stuff for an athlete, right? Run conditioning. Yeah, run conditioning, yeah. He got lost during the run. So he called his geese. Nope. He just went hunting because he had his gun on him at the time. <laughs> he was running. He went to a baseball, major league baseball practice with his gun, got well, lost during a run, that and would just be went normal. hunting. Now, what, what kind of gun was it? A rifle or a pistol? Shotgun. Okay. So, rifle. So, he's on, a, he's on his front at a major league baseball practice. With a shotgun. With I, I, What I found was a shotgun. I, I could be off. I mean, I'm, it was I, a again, muzzle loader. It was, <laughs> but he he shot several ducks, found his way back, and then cooked the team dinner. 
duck is delicious. The, the guy's a mensch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right? It's like, hey, guys, my bad. I got lost. My bad. Here's, got you some ducks. Yeah. I, I got some Let's ducks. I'm going to saute these up with some ducks. We're going to do some some roasted veggies and like a duck fat, like reduced. Yeah. You know. That, that's what Rube was doing for sure. Um, yeah. Rube I'm definitely in. said duck fat reduced at least once in his life. Yeah. <laughs> you totally said confit. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be great. So Rube also loved kids, not in a creepy way. Because well, no, because he, he wrestled was, a fucking raw, a walrus. Yeah, Rube loved kids because he was a kid, not all there. Yeah, I was about to say because <laughs> he was a man child. He regularly missed Major League Baseball games, not practices, games, because wherever he'd go, he would find kids in the park and play marbles, pickup games, whatever he could. Jacks. Yeah. One time he hurt his arm teaching kids to throw a curveball because he didn't have a baseball with him, and he found a brick and used that to show them to throw a curveball. I don't know why he hasn't been practicing with a brick he since day one. tried to throw a curveball with a brick to I mean, show kids po- how to it, throw a curveball. He probably did, too. With, uh, probably I, threw it as a... That, that a probably had a curve. <laughs> <laughs> had a curve. I would not want to go against the root. That's Actually, not, why do you not on the mound. Not on, like, I just, played baseball for like... 14, 15 years, softball for many years after. I don't want to face the Rube in Just any scenario. pick up a rock. I want yeah. to be the Rube's friend and say, I love you, buddy. Here's a puppy. Yeah, here's a, here's a puppy. <laughs> Go get me a duck for dinner. So, Rube, when he'd walk out to the mound, he would often do cartwheels. <laughs> or, and this is my favorite, even better than cartwheels, somersaults. Yeah. <laughs> And sing songs mocking the other teams, including when he's playing the Cleveland Indi- Indians doing the war chant. Rube's teammates sometimes saw him as too much. Yeah, maybe a bit. In one <laughs> instance, his catcher, Ozzie Sh- Shrekengoes. Ozzie Smith Oz- of the Cardinals. Oz- <laughs> right. Who most just called Shrek. Uh, these two shared a, a bed on road games. Because back, back then, there was one bed in a room in a hotel. Okay. Rube had a habit of eating animal crackers in bed. <laughs> Shrek hated getting, and this is quotes, elephant tusk and cow horn <laughs> be- between his bed. So in Rube's contract, in his next year's contract, they had a clause to disallow animal crackers being eaten in bed. This is a grown man playing major league baseball. In his major league contract, means told, hey, no animal crackers in bed, buddy. You know what? Yeah. I have told Too Liz much. the same thing because she'll <laughs> occasionally eat fucking cookies in bed. Like, she'll have a chocolate chip cookie. I'm like, don't eat that shit in bed. You're going to get fucking crumbs in the bed and it's going to make you itchy. <laughs> now I'm going to make myself itchy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't want crumbs in bed either, but I would not expect that to be in a major baseball contract. So, you, sometimes you got to do itchy beds. Itchy, no, <laughs> itchy no. beds. It goes back to the saying I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. <laughs> I, well, I have kicked Liz out of bed for eating crackers. <laughs> So Rube loved hunting and fishing so much, he often just up and disappeared. Not just for an hour or two, but for 10 days days or so. Yeah. 10 days. One time he broke his contract and quit his team to join a local team in Wisconsin that allowed him to fish for six days a week. There was a team in Wisconsin that said- Pitch once. Yeah, they're like, hey, go on. cast a line. You can fish for six <laughs> days. Just go ahead and break your contract. And Ruben's like, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I can I'm do that. that. That's worth a chewing tobacco and a buck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when he played for the Chicago Orphans, the manager uh, instituted a mandatory morning practices. Rube 
hated practice. Of oh, all I'm sure. Of all practice. Pra- practice. Practice. We talking, talking about, about practice? practice? <laughs> <laughs> but he especially hated morning practices, so he just didn't go. So he was suspended. Uh, when playing for the Philly A's, he vanished. His team couldn't find him. There was a fire nearby. The team hotel. So all the players and staff ran out to see what was going on. And guess who they found? Rube. Rube. Rube's fighting the fire. Rube was, he, he vanished because he was with of the fire he, department. Of course he was. Uh, he hated to practice so much that Connie Mack, his manager, one of his managers, had to create a position of captain of the balls. <laughs> this dude literally said, hey, Rube, guess what? I'm promoting you to captain of the balls. Real, yeah, real yeah, thing. I yeah. mean, the pitcher should be the captain of the balls anyway. But he did that just to keep him practice. So what he did was told the whole team that any player that needed a baseball for any reason had to go get it from Rube. So that kept him engaged, and he stayed at practice. I mean, you, you do what you got to do. <laughs> like loved right, it. Like right now, just to, to interrupt this, I'm getting text messages from at least two different fake spam e- accounts right now. It is the photo of the same woman, and Michael knows about this. I just keep asking to see her tacos. And I just <laughs> send me your tacos. Send me your tacos. Send I me a photo tacos. of your taco. Send tacos. And then I just keep using the same image of an AI-generated taco. <laughs> and I just send it back. And I'm like, can I please see your taco? I love it. I'm engaged. I like tacos. Taco, taco, burrito. So taco Ru- flavored Ru- pieces for my band. <laughs> Rube loved being captain of the balls until he found out he had to chase down foul balls. Rube hated running, but Connie Mack did this to help keep Rube in shape. In 1907, the A's player said they'd all quit if Rube played again. Despite being a phenomenal pitcher, the A's were forced to sell him to the St. Louis Browns for $5,000. Oh, that's a lot. That's which a, yeah. I, I actually did the math. $159,132.98. Nah, that's not that so much. <laughs> when, you, when you talk pro- professional sports these days, not as much. Uh, another of Rube's managers told the owner, sell him, release him, drop him off the Monongahela Bridge. Monongahela. Yeah. Okay. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Do anything, but get him off my team. He was then sold to the Chicago Orphans. Where he didn't have a home. For one cigar. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> he was literally like, I'll give you a cigar for the Rube. They're like, <laughs> deal. Deal. Get I this won. guy the fuck off my team. So when uh, 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 Rube signed with the Union League Philly team, their union leader, Walter Schlichter. Walter or Water? Walter. Walter. Okay. He immediately resigned. Walter when he found, Yeah. When he found the Rube was coming, he was like, I'm out. This guy's impossible. Yeah, he's like, I've, I've, no, I I. He tackled a walrus. I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> this guy, I am he, in professional baseball. All he wants to do is fish and fight fires. So on the and scene, a throw a heater. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes if there's not puppies. And pet puppies. Yeah. On the same team on Saturday, May 23rd, that team was supposed to play a team from Patterson, New Jersey. Three thousand people showed up to see the Rube play. Rube hadn't forgotten to play. He just went to the wrong stadium <laughs> and stayed there. Yeah. <laughs> when officials found him. He was by Columbia Park wandering around and asked where everybody was. <laughs> Without him pitching, his team lost three to two. <laughs> the room could win games if the room could focus and pitch. Yeah. yeah. He getting him to focus and pitch, however. Yeah. Uh, so Rube also liked fighting occasionally while drinking. Shocker. I mean, the, the guy is wrestling alligators for fun. Yeah. 
He once fought a professional wrestler named Frank Gotch. I looked this dude up. The dude's a tank. Like, not not steroid modern-day tank. This dude's OG. Like King Kong Bundy. Yeah, like like late 1800s, early 1900s. Dude's built. Yes, fisticuffs. Rube was strong, but got body slammed and was out of baseball for a few days. (laughs) He's he's literally just like, let me go fight everything bigger and stronger than me. Including lions and walruses. He punched a lion. (laughs) I actually like read from multiple sources about the punching lion because I'm like, nobody just walks up and is like, hey, you're the biggest lion in this prison. (laughs) I'm going to attack you. (laughs) But it's not prison and you're a lion. (laughs) Yeah. You're at the zoo. Rube also once accidentally shot his friend in the hand. Ah. Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney, and, yeah. <laughs> and once Your like, face looked like a duck, sorry. He, <laughs> Your hand looked like a lion. And another time, <laughs> he reached into his pocket for a handkerchief. Right? You got to blow your nose. Yeah. Old school days. Yeah. But he accidentally dropped his firearm in a hotel lobby that discharged, sending a bullet into the wall. So he just walked away. He just left it. <laughs> He's like, I'm out. I was just blowing my nose. Who did that? They didn't have fingerprinting <laughs> nope. back then. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Prove it. Yeah. One me? So once a fan was heckling him, and not just any fan, it was a noted ticket scalper and gambler. This guy was like well known and by teams. Rube attacked the fan, punched him in the nose, ripped off his coat, shirt, and collar, grabbed him by the neck, and started down the aisle for the field. He dragged the man out upon the diamond and across it until it was relieved of struggling. He's struggling loaded by the police who took the fan away on a patrol wagon. So he just went to the stands, grabbed a guy, beat the ever-loving crap out of him, disrobed him. dragged him, him onto the and field. dragged him onto the field. My kind of guy. And then the cops yeah. came and went, hey, Rube, we we're, got it. But I think they were just trying to save the guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're we're going to take him. Hey, uh, heckler, scalper guy, I don't know if you know this. He punched a lion and tackled a walrus. Yeah. Let's get you out of here. Yeah, you – yeah. Yeah, you need to be saved, and we're not going to press charges. Let's let's GTFO. Rube then proceeded to pitch better than before the disturbing <laughs> element, with the disturbing element out of the way, and he completed a four to one victory. Umpire Burt Cunningham saw no reason to eject him. That was fine. I mean, you just went and grabbed a fan, beat the ever loving crap out of him, tore his clothes off, drug him on the field, and the ump's like, eh, you know. Yeah. Part for the court. It's baseball. Yeah. He saw fine. what he just did to the fan. What's yeah. he going to do? <laughs> True. <laughs> We're like, no, no, you're fine. You're good. No, you're good. Everything's fine. You're fine. Rube got hurt fighting with a teammate over. What do you think he got hurt fighting over? You know, it's got to be like tobacco, a puppy, or a walrus. Mike? <sighs> Food or fire? A straw hat. <laughs> I'm completely baffled at this point. Yeah. <laughs> he got hurt fighting over a straw They told me to run, so I just ran. <laughs> <laughs> he fell on a train track and hurt his left shoulder. Another time. His pitching his, shoulder? Yeah. His of course. pitching shoulder. Another time. But he still pitches lights out with all the. He got bit by a line in his left hand, hurt his left shoulder, fall on train tracks. But that, that left hand bite has been giving him problems. Yeah. <laughs> right. To no end. To no end. Another time, he hurt his hand in a fight. Uh, he was going to get fined by his team president, Jim Hart, because he hurt his left hand but got out of it because he told Hart, the guy 
he beat up was talking trash about him, and Rube was only drinking a pop. So he got drunk, got in a fight, and then when the manager's like, I'm going to find you, he goes, no, 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 I only had a pop. And, and the guy and was, he was talking, talking trash shit about, about you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got your back. You. You're welcome. I'm, yeah. I'm standing up for you because I was drinking a soda. So how dumb was Rube? We couldn't have been that pretty. This is pretty smart. We've already established that, I feel like. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I dumb versus like just witty, simple, cunning. Simple. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Fair. Like, Fair. he doesn't sound like he's a dumb guy. He just kind of. He's Forrest Gump. He's yep. simple. He will drag yeah. the guy out of the car that's getting like with Jenny. Yeah. yeah. Beat the snot out of him in the rain. Like, <laughs> don't talk shit about my. My manager, yeah. my, my president, I'll beat the shit out of you. He's a dumb fuck. And then he just beats the shit out of him. Rube once got hit by a car in New York. Well, who hasn't been hit by a car? So he chased down the car, jumped on it, <laughs> right? and started screaming at the driver. He didn't scream at the driver when he was arrested. He just wanted $15 for damage to his clothes. Okay. okay. <laughs> we good? Yeah. Wait, I, like, I, I heard well, sirens. I heard sirens. Yeah, I was like, I kind of pulsed there too. Well, at one point I heard a dove, like the, whoo, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is that coming from? Dove's delicious. The room would love a dove. I, he probably would, although he'd probably want to pet it first. <laughs> pet it. Teach it to jump rope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so he got hit by a car, chased down the driver, jumped on the car, and he didn't want him arrested. He just said, hey, you messed up my clothes. Give me $15. Yeah. He I must mean, they, Old Navy. they do that in like Southeast Asia all the time. <laughs> Russia? We, we, no, no. Like where they, they like jump in front of cars. And oh, like, to get hit. Well, they do yeah. that in Russia too. Yeah. yeah. yeah Everybody Russia, in Russia yeah. has yeah. real bad about it. Has uh, dash cams because of people crazy will. Crazy shit like that. People will like pull in front and then hit the brakes so they rear end them. Oh, they do pedestrian. Pedestrians and they do, do that. Pedestrian too. shit yeah. where they jump out in front of people just so they can try to. Some of them are hysterical because so the car is stopped and they're like. So back to back to hold on. Okay, you're pumping my brakes again. We're, I am just for a minute. So you're fine. about you're about halfway through that. Yep, we're like an hour seventeen into this recording, almost done. Okay, so what do you think? What what do we think about this? Because I because there's another bottle sitting on this table that I'm slightly intrigued by. That's a we buffalo. can do another short show and have one in the chamber. All right, we can do that. Yeah. Because right, you're going to be gone next weekend, yeah, so right. yeah. Okay, we'll do, all right. We'll yeah. Say that. Okay, and, all right. right. Let's continue. Let's wrap up with Rube. Let's wrap up with Rube. So, and, and, and Connie we'll... Mack, the brilliant manager. I'm a, I must yeah. say I'm a big fan of Connie Mack. So, the Rube once got in a fight in a bar in Camden, New Jersey, and Connie Mack tried to teach Rube a lesson. He staged a hearing and got a police lieutenant to act as a magistrate judge and brought the guy he had a fight, <laughs> he got a fight with. And Connie Mack had the guy wrapped like head to toe in bandages like a mummy. Like, That's Rube, you messed this guy up so bad. Like toilet paper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the police lieutenant acting as a judge placed him under a $300 bond in threat of months in jail if he did it again. Rube was well behaved for about a month. Of course. <laughs> so it, well, it, he's simple. Smart, he just, he it, just, worked, it worked for a little bit. And he flat out just forgot. Yeah. He, he also hit his father-in-law in the face once with a flat iron, knocking out teeth and knocking him unconscious. Shit. I mean, who hasn't and, done that to their father-in-law, right? Am I right? <laughs> no, my father-in-law, Santa. It, <laughs> oh, that's right. Never mind. <laughs> Mine's not. He's an insurance agent. Uh, no, he's okay. not. That's his way's retired. Yeah, he's still. And he hit his mother-in-law with a chair. Yeah. 
Uh, so he, he's, Rube's a professional wrestler. Some of these, yeah, some, of, the, some of the things house. people claim about the Rube kill me because now it says he was known as a ladies' man, but also an abuser. <laughs> it's like, well, it depends I, on who he was abusing. I mean, is he abusing his mistress or his girlfriend? Is he married? Well, he once took his wife of three months okay. and spun her on her head like a top. <laughs> What's wrong with that? This, she, she, wanted to learn how to, break dancing. <laughs> she wanted to learn how to break dancing. She wanted to learn how to break dance. He invented break dancing by spinning his wife of three months on top. She's like, I need to. This, but I'm just trying to. I'm like trying to visualize to, par, it. to parse that in my head. <laughs> she's, hold on. she's like, did you hear those breaks? And he's like, yeah, hold oh. on a second. These are the breaks. And just gave her a spin. But then he punched her because she wasn't spinning fast enough. Bitch better <laughs> learn her money. I mean, wow. <laughs> he spun her, but then punched her yeah. because she wasn't spinning fast. He if she if she her. put her arms out like this, that's gonna, the centrifugal force versus Fair enough. yeah, it's, it's figure skating. Bringing yeah. your arms in yep. it's and then figure bring it in. Yeah. unwillingly on your head. Yeah, I would have punched probably her like, too. I'm probably like dirt. <sighs> I would have punched her too. <laughs> he also once forgot he was married, and he also invented the dreadlock. So he got married to another woman at the same time. Okay. He legit forgot he was married and got married. <laughs> I, I've heard the stories. I buy that. And was going to be sued for bigamy. Yeah. His wife was like, wait, no, you're married. You can't just, you're in another town and met another, no, wait, you're married. Oh, my bad. I forgot. Like, I'm, I got a bad memory, but I remember that I'm married. Like, that's. Simpler times. So simpler here's, man. here's an ad that he wants put in a paper to find a woman. You ready for this? <laughs> He put it out in the paper saying he was a pitcher for the Browns, income of 4000 a year. A lot of money. Dollar, dollar bills. Yo. Periodical water drinker, because that's important. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, didn't even, I didn't even include everything from the article I read, but I got some of the good stuff. Let's be clear. If he's drinking water, he's got money because water was not sanitary nope. back then. Fair enough. Good point. I didn't think of that. I mean... Good point. Of course, back then, I don't think they cared. They would just drink, like, lap stuff out of a puddle, but well, I you're mean, also true. Pro- prohibition been, and everything else. You're right. Prohibition wasn't, well. Well, I mean, just whiskey yeah. was cleaner than water because it had been processed. Fair enough. He was, so he said. Here in the Middle Ages. So he said, yeah. <laughs> let me continue with this, uh, this want ad, this Craigslist. It's fucking Tinder. <laughs> Periodical water <laughs> drinker, fond of fires. He put that in quotes. Starting them or putting them out? <laughs> Did not specify. I mean, we know. Skirts, also in quotes. Skirts. Skirts, skirts. And. Skeet, skirt, skirt. skeet. Oh, skirt, skirt, skirt. <laughs> and domestic excitement. <laughs> Threesomes. <laughs> Easy going. I, that's a hell of a way to say I beat my women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Easy going. Fond of harmless games and exhilarating. Physique. Spanking and belts. <laughs> BSDM. <laughs> Physique. Splendid. Has a bear hug, which will make any woman happy. Suffocate. <laughs> <laughs> I will choke you to death. I will squeeze the life out of you. This is also in his ad. You ready for this one? When not under the influence of sinister forces, <laughs> is docile and affectionate. <laughs> That's a way of saying... I might get drunk and beat you. <laughs> I gonna, you're going to need to have I've an exorcism. Tackled, I've tackled I, walruses. I, I'm going to use sinister forces. Yeah. I was like, I was under the influence of sinister forces last night, and I'm not feeling well. Yeah. Here's here's a sign of the times. The last thing I'd say from a very long ad, allowance will turn over 1000 a year to wife for clothes. 
<laughs> I mean, out that's of his forty five percent, yeah, I mean, that's twenty five percent of what he, he was, was making. making. No, he's making f- four. You yeah, four year, yeah, 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 four a year, right. and he's given he's given a quarter. Yeah, just for clothes. For clothes, that's pretty. Uh, let me give you a hug, baby girl. <laughs> I mean, that might be worth the beat. Let let the room hug you. <laughs> I mean, oh wait, no, I did. I do have more from that. That uh, this is the qualifications he has for his women. We're wrapping up. Qualifications: peroxide blondes preferred. <laughs> women with children need not apply. Bitch, dye your hair. <laughs> yeah. Bars to matrimony Orange. only. Here's here's what gets me. Only in in quotes. Only the unkissed and unhugged need apply. He didn't want a woman that was ever kissed or hugged by anybody else. So, Virgins. like body virgin, be- beach bleach blonde virgin. He wanted little girls. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's starting to sound creepy. Yeah. Rue positively objects to girls who have, in quotes, spooned with other fellows. <laughs> Hold on. Back think about it back then. Most women, if as long as they weren't like hussies or prostitutes or whatever, did women not do any any did not do anything with guys. True. Let's get creepier. All right. All right. Here we go. Age anywhere from fourteen to forty. It's a different time. Different. <laughs> di- di- way different. Mind you, oh, it's about to get better. Liz would not qualify. It's about to get better. After I read the article, the next fact I have, talking about his age. So 14 to 40, keep that in mind. He wants a woman from 14 to 40. He's a 13-year-old kid. Parents? <laughs> no, he's not. Parents consent required. Ugh. Good morals. You know, if I'm yeah. going to take a kid, I want to yeah, make I'm sure you're going to give them $1,000 okay. a year for clothes. Here's, here, here's a pig. Let me have your daughter. She gets 1000 a year for clothes. Here's a pig for a pig. Girl must <laughs> prove her sincerity. Collar. You ready for this? Playfully racist. Collar. White, brown, or yellow. <laughs> so he's not discriminatory. No. Yeah. Uh, Just can't be red. Widows. No American Indians. <sighs> No natives. I I played against Cleveland Indians. Didn't like them. Not gonna like you. Damn widows. And I'm mostly native. That's yeah. <laughs> widows. In order for widows to win favor of Rube, they must furnish proof to affect that their husband were hung. Not that like a slept horse or from a tree. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my head went on this one too. <laughs> oh, neither of my heads went there. Here's okay. a type of him hanging from a tree. <laughs> so in quotes, grass and sod, which I never heard of this. Grass and sod widows have too much of a habit of bragging about the virtues of their former husbands. <sighs> so I'm guessing hung from a tree, not hung like a horse, because you're going to talk too much crap about how tiny my penis is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> rats in the hair. Like rats in the belfry are not desirable. <laughs> so no tangly hair. <laughs> I don't know what's happening then, man. My great my great grandpa was born in 1910, so about the time this dude was still alive, and I never heard any of this. <laughs> like these were not stories he passed down. Paint maidens who paint or whitewash their faces will be eligible to their matrimonial handicap. Hookers. Powder, moderate amount of powder may be used. Back then, most women who had a white paint, they did the white shit on their faces, were primarily prostitutes. Oh, a lot of the society of the times, for sure. What, what are rats in your hair? So-called because of its resemblance to a rodent, a rat is simply a small pad used, nut. used to add height to a hairstyle. Rats were often made of a woman's own hair, saved from her hairbrush, and teased into an oval shape. 
Uh, when I say well, no you, wigs. you have a rat's nest, <laughs> usually it's because Harley has a brush brushed her hair. hair. Yeah. No weaves. <laughs> no weaves, yeah. <laughs> no tumble weaves here. <laughs> the Rube ain't playing that game. So when Rube was 33, he married a 19-year-old woman, but he lied about his age to appear younger. How young do you think he said he was? 15. Mike? 21. 31. Oh, he no, was 33 I... and said, oh, you're 19? I'm 31. 31. <laughs> <laughs> that took of two all, years off my... Yeah, of all the things he could have said at 33 years old, he said, 31. Yeah, I'm only half your age. <laughs> all right, so... Twice your age. Finishing up here, I covered how Connie Mack may have tricked Rube a few times, but Rube also tricked Mack. Again, talking about the simple versus dumb kind of thing. At one point, fans gave Rube a gold watch. Within days, he lost it, and with tears in his eyes, he bawled to Mac about what could be done. Mac put out an ad in the paper asking for help and a $20 reward. Different times. That was yeah, it wasn't big, a Rolex. Bigger money. back. Well, back, I mean, it late 1800s. Rolex. Well, probably not. The watch was quickly returned. It was after a being, Timex. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was a uh, Casio. Walmart, Casio. Casino. Yeah. Casino. So it was quickly returned after being, quote, found by the local saloon keeper. The saloon fella got 20 bucks and Rube returned to that same saloon with his favorite barkeep with a $20 credit. Nice. He played his manager. Hey. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, All right. Simple versus smart. Yep, last thing here. Connie Mack and Rube had a great relationship. One time, Mack tried to help Rube with his drinking problem. He brought Rube in the locker room, poured a glass of whiskey, and dropped three live worms into it. Rube drank it and said, you're next. The worms died quickly. Well, yeah, it's whiskey. Yeah, I mean. And that's how we got tequila? Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, hold on. Last sentence. The worms died quickly, and Mack asked Rube if he got the point, and Rube replied, you're just trying to relieve my mind. It's sure good to know that a drinking man ain't going to have to worry about worms in his stomach. <laughs> and with that, perfect. we conclude this episode. No, we don't, because oh, we still we have, have the reveal. blind tasting. Oh, yeah, we have the reveal. Yeah. So. Did I deliver? You delivered. Because yes. I, that was I mean, I spent a lot, I hand typed all of that. <laughs> and I had some spelling errors that confused myself along the way. But. Okay. Yes, blind tasting. So I've got mine. I kept mine in order, and I can still get a a, a, a smell, a nose out of these. Yeah, I've got a so I, I've what, got a tiny drop in each one, and a so little bit left on my last. Number one is Yellowstone. I've been wanting to try that. I've been wanting to try that. I did say it was kind of kind of low on proof. I'm guessing ninety. Ninety three. Okay. So I, I felt like it was a little low on proof. Really good though. Oh, solid. Fantastic. That's one, like I said, I like that neat a lot. That's yes. just a good sipping whiskey. But it's very light. So what is the age statement on this one? Um, Probably don't say on the bottle. It, Most it, don't. No one's using age statements anymore, and it really irritates the shit out of me. It it feels... so much Whiskey and bourbon got so diluted as a whole because of the craze yeah. that... They'll put so out much stuff is mixed. Well, crazy stuff. Blanton's yeah. now is well, that, a four year. If you look it's at not that, a six year. Yeah, and that looks like that bottle of Brothers Bond I got. Yeah, if that, you remember how light it looked. This looks like a, almost like a four year. It looks young. I would say that looks like a two to four year. I would say it looks more like a four year. It looks young, but it does not drink like a four year. No, it's a good. It's it's solid. It's very solid. It's very good. What's the price point on that ish? 
they're, I, they're, I think they're like forty nine ninety nine. I was about to say fifty bucks. Yeah, I think it's, they're fifty dollars. It's a solid whiskey. Yeah, it's really good. I yeah. like that one. Okay, what's number two? Number dose. Mike's <laughs> Mike's got to walk both. away to get each one. <laughs> just get them both. Just grab them. I and also hide just them. noticed you have WD forty out here in like some Windex. Yeah, so you got you got to lube it up. Weller twelve. Ah, nice. That is a that is an eleven and a half year. That one we yeah. did have. <laughs> yeah. That one we've had, yes. Yeah. Weller twelve, that one that one was good. That was the one I thought was more of an Irish whiskey and you Irish thought it was whiskey. younger. And, and I thought also, it was a lot a lot younger than that, yeah. And that's ninety proof. And that's ninety proof. I did Which say ninety thought, proof. Which we thought we both thought was hotter than the first. Yeah. But I did say ninety proof. Like this one feels like a ninety proof. This one I didn't give a, a proof statement on. And Calmet fifteen. Calmet Farms fifteen. That is a one oh five proof for the last for number three. That one I liked a lot. I may have to go see about Honestly trying to got, grab a bottle of the Calmet. I know the Weller twelve is stupid priced and unavailable. Right. Secondary stupid price. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I would say get any of these if you can at MSRP, but pass on the Weller twelve at secondary. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. For sure. Always but pass on on any Weller secondary. at secondary, well, any secondary unless it's like yeah. a five dollar upcharge. Yeah. Is not I would it. I would go as far as twenty dollars above above MSRP on stuff. On, on certain stuff I would. Yeah. On some I'm just like some, the yeah. element the, the Yellowstone like and the Calumet can you can both get fairly easily. Yeah, yeah. I think they have a bottle. I you think can, they have Calumet. In, at, at I was about to say you can go into Pit Stop right now and I think get both of those. Yeah. And they have several different versions of the of their flavors. Yeah, I got the 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 fifteen I got for Christmas this year, and I, was I do like that. Really does, happy with that. That doesn't drink like a fifteen though. So no. let's do this. That's not super oaky. Let's have like it's a, it's a nineteen barrel batch size, so you know it's it's a blend of nineteen different. You know, can I do something barrel. different? You can yeah. try. All three of us are going to rate these as we think Rube would rate these. Well, worms are going to die in all of them, so thank you. So they're all 10s. They're all 10s. They're all 10 out of 5. They're all walrus out, 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 out of elephants. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Um, I, in no, in they, order, they, though, 10 out of 10 would, would, punch, would punch a line. Would punch a yeah. line. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Yellowstone first. Yellowstone first. I give that. That's that's easily a 3.5. 3.5. That's right that's where I That's easily a 3.5. Yep. yep. Um, Weller 12. So, Weller 12. I... Not knowing that it was Weller 12, I would have given this a three. Knowing that it's Weller 12, I'm probably at a two and a half, just on availability. You got to be at a three. But I'm at a three. I'm at a three on, <laughs> uh, no, I'm at a three on it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good. solid three. If you can get it for a good price, get it. And the same thing with, um, where are you at on the, the Weller 12, Mike? The Weller 12, I'm, out, of, out of the three, I'd rate it lowest of all three, but I'm at like two and a half, three. If you, if you can get it, it's... It's nice to have in your collection. Yeah, I, I agree with that. The the Calumet, I'm at a three and a half on that one. I really like that one. Out of all of them, I like that one the most. So I had Yellowstone and Calumet at three and a half before I even asked you guys. And yeah. Lillard at three. So, yeah. so yeah. but in order of how I drank these, the, in in how I liked them, it's not the order that I would place them in visually seeing them now. It would have really, honest to God, it would have went three, two, one. But Seeing them, it would have went three one two. That makes perfect yeah. sense. So I would have. Well, no, I would have put Calumet as my number one pick. Yeah, that was the one I liked the most. Blind tasting, Weller as my number two, and Yellowstone as my number three. Gotcha. But sitting here knowing what they are, my order would be Calumet, Yellowstone, Weller. 
Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, they're they're all fantastic. They're all very good. I just and right behind those cheese. Yeah. So Calumet, that Calumet, that's really good though. I yeah. like that a lot. Yeah, not bad for a fifty-two and a half. Yeah, that's really good. Cool. All right. Let's uh, let's shut it down and try to do one more quick small one. Sounds good show. to me. Here's the rube. Cool. Hate the rube. The rube. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's the Google Rube's the gram. For <laughs> Randy and Michael, I'm Martel. We're out. In the rube. Bye. Dude.